0: Hello and welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host Nikki Gingrich and as always I'm so excited to have you here with me. We're in quarantine still currently so if you're listening to this live as it's being released we're about week four or five. I won't lie I've lost count at this point which week we're in and uh, we're just taking it one day at a time. It actually hasn't been too bad here. We're very blessed. We're very lucky. My husband and I are both still working. We're both still getting regular paychecks. Um, My husband's working more regularly. I'm able to kind of work on odd hours. So we've actually been very, very lucky. Um, But always thinking about and always praying for those who are struggling, anyone who's lost their job, or who's just, you know, maybe having a hard time financially or personally or mentally uh, getting through this time. And our kids are old enough. It's great. I don't know if I could be home with a toddler or a baby, but they're young school age. So pre-K and first grade. So we are, you know, I'm sad they're not going to go back to school. Uh, we just got the email today that uh, the spring sports season is canceled. So no T-ball, no baseball, which is really it is. It's, it's just sad. Like we just, I, you know, it was such something we really looked forward to. Um, And to not have that happen this year, it's like, oh, you know, school's officially closed for the year. They're not going to go back till August. Um, Now sports are canceled. It's just like, oh man, we were supposed to go to Disney World. We haven't pushed it back yet, but uh, that's likely coming at some point. So you know, all of these things are really starting to happen. and it's like, I know we're going to get out of it. So it's just literally just, I, I can only do what I can do today, and that's what I'm going to worry about. But as I went to sit down and record this podcast, I wasn't a hundred percent sure what I wanted to talk about today. and And so I was sitting and I was like, do I sit? I had my notebook out. I was kind of ready to go. And I had some time scheduled a few hours ago. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't want to force a topic out. So I was like, what should I talk about today? What's relevant? What's on my mind? And an idea popped into my head. I said, ask, put a poll out on Instagram. So I put a poll out on Instagram, um, and I had a few folks respond asking to talk about, you know, staying motivated, um, and productivity. And I was like, well, those are two. They those topics go really, really well together. So staying motivated in working from home and continuing to to stay motivated. To continue working. And then productivity tips. I'm like, well, all right, I think I can do that. And ironically, when I went to record the podcast, I probably did about 10 or 15 minutes of just wasting time Uh, scrolling or not writing ideas down or getting up and going to check on something. Like I just, (laughs) I just wasted some time and I'm like, well, this is procrastination as its finest right before I talk about staying motivated and productivity. But I did, I sat down, I was like, no, I said I was going to do it. I'm going to do this. And it's Monday night as I record this and I go, uh, my podcast typically go out on Tuesdays, sometimes Wednesday, Wednesdays, just depending on the week. Uh, so like no, I want to record this now because I'm not going to be able to tomorrow because I am actually still going into work uh, twice a week uh, for a few hours so I'm probably working about six hours total in the office Uh, so I have to go in tomorrow and whenever I go in it always kind of wipes me out uh, just messes up my schedule so I want to get this done so that I don't have to worry about it tomorrow uh, tomorrow evening so let's talk about from the Master former Procrastinator, although I still can procrastinate, like I said, like the best of them, but i've I really learned uh, how to stay motivated and to keep myself productive, even in those moments when I kind of fall short. Uh, but it's just getting up and trying again. It's like learning to ride a bike as my kids learn to ride their bikes. it's you fall down and you just get up and try again when you don't do it. and that's okay. It's all part of the process. It's all a learning process. so, Right now, again, like I said, if you're listening to this as I'm as it goes live, we're on quarantine. So you're likely working from home. Uh, You've got your kids at home. Maybe your kids are doing homeschooling. Maybe you've got younger kids and you've got to really pay attention to them. And so there's a lot of things going on right now. So staying motivated and being productive are very, very relevant topics. And it's hard right now because. These are unusual times. So if I were typically working from home, my kids wouldn't be with me. They would be at school or they would be at uh, summer camp or well, formerly daycare. So they would be somewhere else or we would have a sitter here. And I mean, I would try to get work done from home, uh, but it's different. This is very different times. Or if my kids were home, like if it was the summer, I wouldn't be trying to homeschool them. So we're trying to tie in all of these pieces and like put a pretty little bow on them. And there is no pretty little bow. It's more like a big giant hot mess. And nobody knows what's going on. And you tried to tie it and nobody knows actually exactly what it is. So these are really tough times. So this isn't to say I'm going to go through I have about eight tips uh, that I've learned eight things that I've learned that I'm going to share with you. And I want you to understand that these are not usual times. This is different. This is crazy. We're just, like I said, navigating it day by day. So make sure that you're keeping that in mind as I talk about this, that this isn't a normal circumstances. And who knows if you are listening to this a few months ahead, you know, a few months after it's recorded, God only knows where we're going to be and what life is going to be like once we're kind of all released from our home and this quarantine has been lifted. So what I want to start with today is talking about how I really struggled. So in 2018, July 2018, I started full time working from home, running my own business. And it was a really rough transition for me. I went from working 40 hours a week, sometimes, you know, a lot of times more than that I worked in events and I worked a lot at night and on the weekends and I was going from working 40 hours a week to all of a sudden now I'm full time at home and at the time oh no my kids were still in do we still did daycare that summer so I think I had two or three days where they were still in daycare I think I did two days uh, so it was great actually that first summer it was the summer of 2019 they were home with me uh, and we had a sitter come like here and there so that was a learning experience but when I first started working from home, it was such a struggle because I went from being in an office where, you know, you could kind of be like, "Oh, I'm here, I'm at work, and this is what I'm doing." And I'm home and and now and here I am now I'm home. To all of a sudden, those worlds blended together. Now, yes, they do blend together just because it's 2020 and that's just life. But when your work is suddenly happening while you're inside your home, there, there are no lines. There's just gray area, and things just kind of spill over into every part of your day. And it was really hard to kind of find that, that motivation of like, I'm home, I need to be working. And I really struggled with that for for a, a decent amount of time, of trying to figure out of like, how do I do this? How do I, how do I make this work? Because I was not used to self motivating myself. Now I could self motivate myself if I had a project at work, but I was still at work, so I could you know, put my brain onto work mode when you're home, and you're kind of flip flopping back and forth to I'm home. Now I'm helping my kids homeschool. And now I'm working and now I'm doing laundry. And now I need to take the kids outside. Like, it's so hard to really kind of have that straightforward focus. And it really, it really took me some time to get my stuff together so that I could be clear on managing my time, on staying motivated and really being productive during the hours of when I was supposed to be working. It was it was a real struggle and truly, I think it took me going back to work part-time uh, this past September that really made that shift in me. It really was a push that it forced me to really manage my time so much better than I had been before because even like I said so my kids were in in summer daycare in summer of 2018 then they went they were both in school full-time I kept them in school full-time in preschool and kindergarten Uh, it was great I had I had a lot of time to get work done you know I basically had from like 9 a.m to 2 p.m to get work done and so I kind of had this luxury of really taking my time and doing things and I wasn't, you know, I probably could have gotten a lot more done, but I was really enjoying that downtime. Then suddenly I was, you know, summer of 2019, working from home fully with them here. And it was just, it was messy and it was crazy. And I just could not get my stuff together. Then September of 2019, I go back to work and I really, I really had to become laser focused, especially when it came to my business and stuff like this, like recording a podcast and sending out emails and doing social media and, you know, working with clients and coaching and, and having my, you know, you know, really doing all of that coaching work of saying, okay, now I have to fit it in but I don't have those hours between nine and two anymore. So I essentially lost those hours between nine and two because I was working and it was still a great situation because I was still only working between nine and two. Uh, So I was still able to drop my kids off at school and pick them up, which is what I wanted. I didn't want to go back to working 40 hours a week, but I still wanted to have my own business and I still had uh, coaching clients and I had some nonprofit clients that I was working with. So I still had all of these things going on and I had to become super laser focused and really self-motivated of how I was doing it. So what I'm going to share in these eight tips is really the things I've learned through trial and error and really the things that have helped me going from what I've learned when I went back to work that I'm now really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, that I'm really implementing now that I'm fully home, granted still going to the office two days a week, uh, which is actually very nice. And so anyway, so here's what I'm going to share with you. Number one, here's what I've learned that I hope will help you stay motivated and be more productive. Number one, we're not meant to sit at a computer for eight hours a day. Remember that. When you're actually in the office, are you actually sitting at your computer and working for eight hours straight? Maybe throw in a lunch break, maybe throw in a meeting. But in reality, you're not and you're not actually I'm sorry, you're not actually working for eight hours straight. Our brains aren't meant to do that. You get up, you take a break, you you walk away, you go to the bathroom, you talk with some colleagues, maybe you go for a walk, whatever it is, you're not sitting at that computer all day long. Do not expect yourself to sit there all day long now that you're working from home. We've got to just remind yourself that. And then number two, it's okay to break up your day. So, it's okay to say, I'm going to work, you know, I'm going to take a break after working for two hours. And there's another note, I have another um, tip down here that I've learned that talking about how many hours you can work at a time. It's okay to break up your day. It's also, it it could be depending on your work, okay? So, I know my husband really is 830 to 430, he's on. So, he's able to, at 430, typically shut off, typically that's by five o'clock, so for me, I'm able to work on off hours. So I have a work block early in the morning and I have one mid-afternoon and then I work like this. Right now it's like 8.30 at night and I'm sitting here recording a podcast. I have the luxury to be able to do that. If you do have that luxury, realize it's okay to break up your day and work at odd hours if that helps you, especially if you've got kids that you're homeschooling. So for me, it works. I have a work block in the morning and then basically I spend nine to two doing schoolwork with the kids, kind of on and off, taking breaks. I was actually able to squeeze in some work today, which was great. But it's okay to break up your day. Number three, you're more likely to be more productive at home. So work gets done quicker. So how quickly, how long it would take you to do a certain project or a certain task when you're in the office, it's probably depending on how you're working, you're probably going to get it done a whole lot quicker now that you're working from home. Now, I want to say this. I understand there's a ton of distractions. I just said like kids, home, things, husbands, spouses, dogs, all these things. But really, if you're able to laser focus a certain amount of time, which is again, one of the things I'm going to share with you, you're going to get so much done in a shorter amount of time. So you might be able to take an eight hour workday and condense it into six maybe even four hours a day so just remember that you can be really really precise and making sure you know what you're getting done and if you're able to lay because you're not having like you know people come in and disrupt you like you're able to say nope I'm sending this email and this is what I'm doing and this also is about setting boundaries uh, at your home when you are working Uh, number four is figure out your best work hours and time frame So as I said, I work in odd work blocks and I I am capable of doing that minus any meetings that pop up that I have to be a part of or phone calls that I need to have. But I'm able to work at, at weird hours. So I do work from about 6.30 to 8, 8.30. So about 6 to 8, 8.30, there's like a two-hour block somewhere in the morning where I get work done and I sit and I stay focused. Now I take a break, I may, maybe get the kids breakfast um, and then get my older son typically set up starting his independent work. So we do that. We purposely placed his independent work when he first wakes up in the morning, because that's my work block. So I can't really help him with things. So that's independent work for him. And then I have another work block in the mid afternoon. And then I will do another work block if I need to later in the evening. That's usually a quicker one, because my brain tends to turn off later in the evening. So I don't like to do things that involve a whole lot of thinking, you know, anything like real creative thinking. Um, And I also know that I can work in a really good two-hour window. If I have a solid two-hour window, I could be super productive and I can push through procrastination. I can avoid procrastination because I know I have this short window to get things done. I am self-aware enough that I know that if you give me a deadline, I will work and I will get it done. So I give myself a deadline. I know what tasks need to be done. I know how long they're gonna take me. I get them done. And when I sit down to do work in that block, I know what needs to be done. Um, So actually, I'm going to skip ahead to one of the steps. So this would be number five is when you're sitting down to work, whether you do it in blocks or however you end up doing it, whatever works best for you is know what tasks you're going to do so that when you sit down to actually do work. It's not an hour of you saying, what do I need to do, blah, 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 blah. And then next thing you know, you're wasting time and you haven't done anything. Maybe take 30 minutes every night or every morning to sit down and say, this is what needs to be done tomorrow. Or you can do it once a week. That's typically what I do. on Sundays or Monday mornings, I will write down kind of the tasks that need to be done for the week. And then what I will do is I will, you know, carry them over from day to day. So whatever doesn't get done today gets crossed over into tomorrow but then I also know the things that have a deadline podcast I like to go up live on Tuesdays uh, I teach uh, a class so I, I know I, I promise the students that I will have their video recording for class and their discussion board stuff up by Wednesday evening so I have that deadline for myself um, so I do all of my tasks so that when I sit down I can look at my list and say I'm going to get this this and this done right now when I sit down or maybe it's just the one task But knowing what you're going to do so that when you sit down, you can increase that productivity so that you know what needs to be done and you can do it and you can do it quickly. Okay. All right. So the next one. So this would be number six is stop checking your email all day long. Only and I'm guilty of this. I check my email and then don't respond. But I'm going to give you this tip because when I do do this, it's so valuable. Only check your email. When you know, you have the time to respond. Uh, Like if you need to be on and if there is an emergency and somebody's like, I need to email you something, have them text you or say, hey, I just sent you that email. Awesome. So now you're not going into your email constantly checking it. So if you are waiting for something that's maybe time sensitive, tell that person to say, hey, when you send that email, just send me a text to let me know. That's it. That's all you need to do. That way you're not constantly in your email. And this is especially important. First thing, when you first wake up in the morning, do not open it up your email immediately. Get yourself going, get your tea, get your coffee, sit down and get to your work. Or maybe you want to exercise first and then sit down and do your work. Don't be opening up your email. It's going to send you into a tailspin. And then don't check your email right before you go to bed tonight at night, because now all the stuff that you need to do is going to be running through your brain that you're going to need to do when you wake up in the morning. So those are really the two early in the morning and late at night. Don't check your email at those times. And then try to limit when you're checking your email to those times when you know you're going to have the space to respond. Because if you're in the middle of teaching, you know, doing a little homeschooling with your kid or you're out taking your dog for a walk and you check your email, And you're like, oh, I'll respond to that later. And then the next thing you know, you're just thinking about your response. And then you're rushing through that walk or you're getting mad at your kid because you're frustrated because you need the work to be done so you can respond to this email. Like, don't even check it. It's just going to make things worse. So don't check your email all day long. Be conscious of when you're checking it and only check it when you know you can respond. And number seven, be realistic with your time. Don't overextend yourself. Don't think, oh my gosh, I'm home. I can do all the things. No, you can't because time will get away from you. Things will, you know, yes, you will be more productive, but don't try to overextend yourself. Do what needs to be done and then save things for another day. Just because you're home doesn't mean you need to be working till seven, eight o'clock at night. It's okay. Carry that over into the next day. Or whatever, maybe your work block is late at night, whatever. But don't overextend yourself and think that you can do it all simply because you're home. Work is still work. Get done what you can get done. Close it down and move on. Save other stuff for the next day. All right, don't be realistic with your time. Know what you can and cannot get done in a certain amount of time. And then number eight, I think is the most important, is to be proud of what you're doing. As I said in the beginning, these are unusual times. Cut yourself some slack. You are doing the best you can. You are working from home. You are doing Zoom calls left and right. You're trying to keep up with everything else that's going on. And you feel like you should have all the time in the world. And yet, for some reason, the days just seem to fly by. And you're like, I thought this was going to like make things easier. But it seems like it's things are harder. You don't have access to everything you had access to at work. Things, this is a different time. Give yourself grace. Be proud of what you're doing. And at the end of the day, if you're someone like me who likes a good checklist, I love a good checklist. At the end of the day, be like, oh, all right, I did get a lot done today. And maybe you didn't check a lot of things off. But also remember taking those Zoom calls, having conference calls, talking to people, answering emails, that's all work. Even if you didn't maybe check off a project or check off another task, answering emails, staying on top of things, attending Zoom meetings, and having conference calls, all of those things are work. And because you're not in the office, they're even more important now. So don't think maybe you didn't get all your task stuff done. You're still working. And give yourself some grace. And understand that you are doing the best that you can. If you are struggling with staying motivated and being productive during these unusual times, or maybe you're just struggling with it in general, trust me, you're getting advice from a former procrastinator. I've learned a lot about myself. And these are the things that have really, really helped me really hone in on My procrastination and really be like, you're not a procrastinator. You can get things done. And these are the things that I've really worked on and have allowed me to stay on track, to feel like I'm being productive, to remind myself that I am doing a really great job. So you also need to remind yourself that you're doing a really great job. All right. I'm going to run through these real quickly one more time. I'm just going to rattle them off just to refresh your memory. Number one we're not meant to sit at a computer for eight hours a day. Number two, it's okay to break up your day and work in blocks of time that work for you. Number three, you're likely to be more productive working at home. So understand that the work you do can be getting done quicker than if you were in the office. Number four, Figure out your best work hours and your time frame where you're the most productive. Uh, Number six, have a task list each day so when you sit down, you know exactly what you're doing and what needs to be done. Uh, Number six, I think that was number five. Number six, stop checking email all day long, especially early in the morning and late at night before bed. Number seven, be realistic with your time. Do not overextend yourself. And number eight, be proud of what you're doing. Cut yourself some slack. All right, guys, I hope those tips were helpful for you. If they were, please reach out and let me know. I love to hear from you guys. And if there's another topic you'd love for me to share in a future episode, I'd love to hear it. Because once I got down to writing this, I felt really good about it because I was like, oh, people asked for this topic. It's not me just making stuff up. So I hope you found this helpful. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you haven't hopped on to grab my free video training series, make sure you do. How to work from home and not lose your it (laughs) while working from home. Go grab those seven tips. I take some from here and I elaborate on them. I have additional tips that I share with you. Seven tips. It'll take you 45 minutes to go through all three videos in the series and they're really the best of the best of what I've also what I've been doing to really get through my time and that big focus on that training series is how to work so that you're doing what needs to be done for you and taking care of your family because we're trying to do both at the same time, which is basically an impossible task. So I just give you some tips and tools that I use so that I can still be a parent and be an employee, and be a, a coach, and be a consultant, and do all the things. So I know if I can do it, you can do it. So hop on over there, grab that free video training series. Once you put your email in, you get an email, and you get instant access to all three of the videos. Uh, the website to sign up is training.nikigingrich.com work. That is training.nikigingrich.com work. Thank you guys so much for joining me here today. Have an awesome, awesome day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.